Welcome to the fourth week of TPS Expeditions. My name is Ryan Noche, and I'll be your host for today's episodes, All Thing Life Decisions, and you. I hope you are all well and still getting all your necessary work completed. I know it can be tough with the end, very near in sight. And all of you are excited for this chapter to be ending, no matter what it may be and what it might bring. So, with that, a quick shout-out to McLean and our Tulsa Tech partners. We are very excited to promote a new manufacturing program that will be breaking ground soon. However, McLean students, or soon-to-be McLean students, you can, begin, you can begin applying now. Just visit tulsatech.edu backslash admissions backslash apply. Again, tulsatech.edu backslash admissions backslash apply. Do this, and you can possibly secure a seat to this amazing program. With that being said, and now that you've hopefully tuned into some piece of our content, please feel free, as always, to use the chat box below, as well as the link that can be found via the TPS Senior page to ask any and all questions. So let's look back at our previous episodes from an array of experts and individuals in our community. Look back to learn about more about COVID, financial aid, available careers, and much more. Thank you on behalf of TPS and all those getting something beneficial out of these conversations now and into the future. If you are watching and are in need of any resources that we have yet to answer, feel free to navigate to our post-secondary readiness webpage that's currently linked on Fox News 23 and our very own senior page to learn more about colleges, careers, and tech schools. Through, through tours, links, and more, that is invaluable resource, resource if still on the ropes to what to do this summer and into next year. We'll be taking a look at the current state of things, how we're feeling, and how we're getting along with technology at home. So listen closely, because I would bet you have the same thoughts, questions, and possible concerns. For today's episode, we have Ariana S., a junior from Booker T. Washington. She's also part of the Superintendent Student Cabinet slash Tulsa Changemakers, and she has graciously offered to help us better understand how you are all doing day to day. Without further ado, let me invite her onto the show with no prior comments and hopefully no problems along the way. We shall see if she is here. Hopefully she joins in a sec. How are you doing, Ariana? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic. Would you mind just saying your name, Ariana, and just tell us a little bit about yourself so we get a little context moving forward? Yeah, so I'm Ariana. I'm a junior at Booker T. Washington, uh, like you said, and I'm part of the superintendent's student cabinet. So basically what I do is I meet with other TPS students and talk about issues that are relevant to the district, particularly right now with COVID-19. And I also go back to, to people from my own school and get feedback from them. So I have more to contribute to those meetings. That's incredible. Well, I appreciate you jumping on and scoping out a few minutes of your time this morning to help us kind of better understand what you guys are talking about amidst those conversations. So really just for you, Ariana, we're just going to be speaking, it could be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15. And we're just going to kind of go through a few questions that we discussed and kind of shed some light for individuals that might be worried or have some concerns themselves currently and into their futures, no matter if that's senior year or college or career moving forward. So my first question really, Ariana, uh, you can go as in-depth or not as you like. This is a very informal conversation. I'm just curious like, how you're feeling amidst COVID-19 and what you're hearing from other people with these conversations that you are having within the district itself. Um, I mean, there are kind of ups and downs. I think 
right now it's just the uncertainty that's particularly problematic for people because no one really knows for sure like what next year is going to look like or in the case of seniors if they're going to get their graduation and all their end of year events because it could be the last time they're seeing this group of people again um and then there's also the fact that with the state reopening some things, even though it may not be the safest thing to do, there's some uncertainty regarding how that will go, which I think was also weighing on some people. Yeah, just uncertainty the max. I mean, yeah, it's no matter who you are, right? You're feeling that wave and that possibly panic-stricken state of next steps and should I do this, should I not do it? So that's that's completely understandable. You mentioned the friend, like friends possibly the last time, especially if you're a senior, but even if you're a junior, your friend groups might change and whatnot. Is that a pretty tough piece right this second? Like, are you missing, you feel like you're missing out on things? Do you feel like you're not connected with friends? How are you kind of muddling that your way through that whole transitional stage at the moment? Um, I mean, I think all of us have done our best to stay in touch, whether that be with like text or group chats or social media, but it's not the same as like seeing them every day in school and doing different activities with them. Like we do kind of miss that interaction. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, but you're kind of constrained to your own little bubble of sorts. Are there specific activities that you feel that are most unfortunate that are lacking or activities that you hope to kind of come back to in the fall? Uh, that we can try to see and shed some light on or make even better uh, in the future kind of thing? Um, I mean, I think that really varies from person to person. Like for me, it's a lot of my extracurriculars, so speech and debate and things like that, where I see most of my friends. Um, But it could be difficult to, I guess, have that in the near future because of everything that's going on. So we might just have to find new ways of doing things. Yeah, that uncertainty piece again, right? The extracurriculars just look the same. Does it not? Are you able to still gather even if we are going to school? It's just a lot of these intense variables that I, I wish I could shed some light on and like give you all the answers, but it's all, even for us, it's just like we don't know. And it's just like keeping that open mind, which is which sucks to be honest, but just gonna have to go in the flow and see what happens. Uh, awesome. So my next real question has to do, and then I'm gonna kind of open it up for you as well to ask me any questions, but. The big piece for the second, obviously, is uncertainty with what's going to come forward, but we're really surviving uh, and hopefully thriving or not on technology. How do you feel? Do you think it's kind of been a success? Like has TPS reached out and been successful with the technology aspect or is it still lacking in your thought process uh, for some people in some places? Um, I think TPS has done a good job with accessibility because, or with everything they've done to make sure that people who don't have access to devices or internet are able to get those as much as possible. Um, but there are also some factors outside of TPS's control that could be problematic sure. later. Um, for example, I know someone who, who she and her sister go to TPS schools, but there are also a couple of kids in their family who don't. So they only have the two devices that were lent to them by TPS in their house when there are like four kids that need a device. So there are things like that that are outside of TPS's control that could still be problematic as far as equity and access to technology and um, access to learning. So we're just trying to brainstorm as a district, understanding that there's variables that we didn't really think about, we didn't put into the, the equation and trying to figure out how to circumvent those disparities within those households to make sure everybody's 
equal access and making sure they get what they need uh, for the computers, technology, access to education, uh, and everything else that kind of coexists with that. Okay. I mean, that's, it's always uh, a moving, a moving target. You never know what to expect on a day to day. And it's always nice to hear that, be able to mitigate it and move forward with it. So I appreciate that. My last question, I'm gonna let, again, I'm going to open it up to you is, so, I mean, the technology is a huge piece, uh, right? We don't know if there's going to be a vaccine, so we really don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, my question really is, all these things are happening, so the disparity might be in place for specific people. Do you feel like you are personally falling behind within like the educational spectrum? Do you feel like Canvas is working? Is there kind of like a, a plug? Do you be like, hey, this might work better even uh, to kind of associate and look into for us? I mean, I'm kind of lucky because some of my classes uh, were conducted primarily online anyway. Uh, so it wasn't too rough of a transition, plus since I'm in a lot of advanced classes and we were planning on taking our exams at the end of this year, we'd already gone through a lot of content. But in other cases, I think it's just hard to adjust because interacting online isn't the same as like having a teacher that you can immediately ask a question or something like that. So the quality isn't the same, but it's the best we can do. And then as far as Canvas, um, I've mostly used it for discussion in some of my classes, so it's very effective um, for that. But for other things, a lot of people at my school and I prefer Google Classroom, which a lot of our teachers had already been using. So, yeah, it's, it's that back and forth. Well, luckily, the Blackboard and the Canvas and all the situations, whether you are going to college next year or not, those are like huge platforms that most colleges use. So, yeah, maybe, so it maybe, is like good practice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good practice question mark kind of thing. And hopefully you're able to kind of work through it so it's uh, more accessible when you go into that if you plan to do so uh, next year or a few years from now. So I guess a, a silver lining of sorts, but we'll see what actually what actually happens. With that, Ariana, I'm just, I know we spoke to it and you had a few questions for me. I can either speak to it or do you just have any questions do you want to kind of throw my way uh, and then I can try to see if I can answer the best of my ability or I can take them as well. It's up to you. Do you have any questions for me? that might be helpful for students or individuals within the TPS school system. Okay, sure. So we were talking about technology and one thing I was thinking as far as the disparities, if we're able to go back to some form of like a typical school year next year or at some point next year, what, sure. how would TPS or individual schools within TPS address possible inequities that might exist because someone might have fallen behind because of the disparities we were talking about or other factors that might have affected their learning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to say, right, this is completely my own opinion. It's not a definitive answer from TPS by any means. Things are still moving uh, and not really known. Uh, for me, I know from just behalf of my department that disparity and equity piece will make sure to create those surveys and actually reach out to students that do feel like they've fallen behind just to understand better what we're kind of putting ourselves up to, right? So if a certain percentage feel like they've all fallen behind. It's like, do you have to change curriculum? Do you have to change kind of where you're coming from? Uh, just making sure everybody's getting those resources that they need, that they need to in order to catch up. Uh, with that being said, right, I mean, we are amidst a pandemic. And if you look at specific resources and factual checks of any big thing that's happened in the last decade or two, and then like, right, educational learning is hit pretty hard. The disparities are kind of across the, across the board even if it's someone who seems like 
they are catching up and staying on track, like in the end, you still have variables that kind of push you down and don't uh, don't seem like you're learning as much as possible if you were in front of a, a teacher. So there's going to be there's going to be those gaps no matter what, no matter who you are. Uh, just be aware of that, right? We're going to try to mitigate those going forward. But I think just making sure we're contacting students, understanding them, hearing their voices, uh, and making sure things are in place or curriculum is more solid if we are unable to go back uh, in the fall so that we have very strong learning uh, curriculum nuances and the teachers know exactly what to do so we get best help uh, every student, whether that's uh, right a kindergartner all the way up to a senior high school, uh, to best help them put their best foot forward and hopefully tackle that that gap or that bridge uh, that is currently happening due to this, this crazy pandemic that is. so. Not the best answer, but just like knowing that we are we are going to make sure we're reaching out and making sure things are in place that we have a solid curriculum and learning uh, platform moving forward. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other questions, Ariana? Uh, well, I know there isn't going to be like a definitive answer to this question, but yeah. are there any specific options that TPS is considering for next year? Because they're I mean, in other places, they've talked about a lot of different ideas. So I was wondering which ones of those TPS might be looking at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a fantastic question. And again, I don't have a perfect response, but as you look throughout the different counties and the different states, right, the opening at different periods of time, some of the colleges are already saying, yep, OU is like we're going back 100%, uh, but things might change, right? And the second wave might happen. I know personally on the TPS front, especially for specific activities this year, I mean, some of those announcements are coming, right, May 15th and beyond when school actually officially ends for commencement and prom and other activities where we have held actually committees to better hear students and parents and teachers alike to see what they actually want. Uh, talking to the fall, all I know for certain that I can attribute to is no matter what we're doing, like we are starting right now in order for that online platform, just so that if this does happen again, we do have something very concrete in place. So again, we don't know, hopefully those decisions come out the next week too, but it really depends upon this huge if, right? We don't know what's gonna happen. We don't have that many cases in Tulsa specifically, but we wanna make sure everyone's safety is on the front lines. And that's, a, I mean, right, that's to do with students and teachers, anybody that's coming in contact with it. So again, we don't know, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we will know more. Uh, and I know Devin, I guess we'll be talking more to that in the coming weeks and months to make sure that everybody is most up to date uh, on everything that's gonna happen into the future. So don't hold your breath, but hopefully it comes around, right? <laughs> everything is uh, some light shed uh, for positive, for a positive manner. But yeah, two questions, I had no good answers for them, but uh, a roundabout answer. Anything else you got for me, Ariana? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, know if this is something you can shed light on, but I've yeah, read please. a little bit about how with the pandemic going on, a lot of seniors are having trouble like deciding what colleges to go to, if they're gonna go to college this sure. year, if they should stay closer to home, things like that. So I was wondering if you had any advice or ideas regarding that. Yeah, I was gonna shed some, I was gonna talk to that as well. So I know just a specific shout out to seniors, right? We all know, and juniors all the way down kindergarten, we all know that you're going through this insane period of time. So we just shout you out and trying to work through it together with us, especially with uh, some of our teachers or individuals who are not as tech savvy as you're working alongside them to just learn. 
Uh, but for specifically for seniors, I know there's a lot of them that are probably thinking about, hey, I need to move closer to home. I don't know if I'm going to be living on campus. I don't really know what my life is going to look like next week, let alone next month, let alone in the fall. So I would say for them, just understand, right, this entire thing is a life experience. Like it's real, it's really important to stress that you still need a plan, right? You still need to think what I want to do, what you should be doing might be a little bit different, but things are going to change. So, right, if you're going to TCC and you're like, yep, you're excited to go in the fall, I mean, that might change come July and your entire world might flip upside down. They might turn everything instead of going in person to remote. But just understanding like it's okay, it is perfectly okay to like step off that path you thought you had, like life is going to move on, detours are going to happen. And just know that if if it's a huge obstacle for you and you were planning on going to college in the fall and whether financial aid is the problem, whether your university doesn't look the same and you don't really want to go there, understand like you could take a year off, like that is not the end of the world. Take a year off, come back to it in six months and a few months and then start going to school then, like that is perfectly okay. Uh, I know the majority of people think, and it's this huge stigma, like you have to go to college right away after your senior year of high school. And although that's a very awesome situation for some, it doesn't work for all. So I would just say for seniors, just take a deep breath, like obstacles are gonna happen, detours are gonna occur, and just making sure that you're open-minded and are able to kind of swerve with the times uh, and understand it is okay to take a step back, uh, reevaluate what is most important, and then kind of go back to it uh, in the next couple of months uh, when you've figured it out as a family or an individual. So that's what works best for you. That kind of that kind of speaks to it, Ariana? Yeah. Cool. Awesome, awesome. So I know one question you asked me, Ariana, to kind of finalize, and I'll, I'll open the floor back up to you. You mentioned the fact, like, what happens in the next year, right? What does it look like going forward? And I said I can't speak to that, right? The final decision isn't mine specifically. But again, just like I spoke to the seniors, just having that open minds, right? Guidelines are changing daily. Uh, it really depends on the Oklahoma State Department of Education. They are the end-all, be-all for us opening back up and having safe situations for our students, for you guys, uh, for anybody walking into our buildings. So things are right prom, commencement, summer school, other activities, extracurriculars, although most of those right will end May 15th because the year ends. Know that we're still scheming about it, we're still thinking about it, and just making sure it's best for you guys. And then into the, the fall as well. Things might be changing, right? We don't know what it looks like. But just understanding we are working uh, frivolously and daily to make sure that it works out best for all of us. So I just wanted to make sure that was a plug, technology disparities, we're working through it and trying to make sure how we can best help everyone as well. Do you have any other last questions? I know this is kind of a very odd back and forth conversation, Ariana, but I really want to make sure we have hit all the questions you think other people have as well. Is there anything else last in mind that you think we can kind of cover and see if we can hit towards? I think we've covered all the big things. All right. And I know for most of you, like, you covered all the big things. That's ridiculous. You haven't answered a single question. Uh, and just know, like, that it feels like that for everyone, uh, no matter who you are, a teacher, an adult, a student. I know this is like a complete question mark in the air. So I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I appreciate you, Ariana, so much for jumping on the call. Uh, as always, if anybody has any questions whatsoever, please just reach out to us. We will do our best to answer them within a speedy timeline of 24 to 48 hours. Uh, and then even, right, talk to your student cabinet members, individuals that are having those conversations, speaking to things that are important.
So with that, Ariana, I know it was short and sweet, but I really appreciate your time. I know you are busy and have uh, classwork or other things to get to. So with that, I'll let you go. Uh, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Fantastic rest of your eight days of school of your junior year. Uh, and hopefully everything works out for the best. Great. Thank cool. you. Thank you so much, Ariana. Enjoy. I'm going to kick you off here and just have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. So again, that was Ariana as a junior from Poker T. Washington. I know our conversation today was a little bit different. Myself being an expert in the field is a little bit trickier because I don't have all the answers, unfortunately. Hopefully it sheds some light on specific nuances that you were possibly thinking about. And then even more information comes out in the next week to two to kind of help you guys out and figure your trajectory in the next couple of months, uh, if not a couple of years. So again, with that, like we did it, another episode in the bag, even though it might not have seemed very informative, hopefully it helped some of you. Since it's last week, we've now accomplished eight episodes. I know it's crazy. I know it's mind-blowing of TPS Expeditions. Remember, this is all for you who are transitioning to college, to careers, and beyond, whether you are a freshman all the way up to a senior, or if you just have these questions as a younger individual from K through eight. So tune back into our Instagram live stream at Tulsa Public Schools once again this upcoming Tuesday, May 12th at 10 a.m. to hear from Trey Hill. He is the Assistant Dean for the School of Arts, Sciences, and Health at OSUIT. And he's actually going to be giving us a tour of the Culinary Arts and Health Sciences Department, which I've had the opportunity to physically see in person and are pretty awesome. So let's join us then to have a sneak peek and look into what you could be doing next at other universities in your future. So again, thank you for listening. Stay safe, and I hope you are all doing well. Remember, again, to reach back out via the TPS senior page or post-secondary readiness page if you have any and all questions that we can help you better understand. Thank you, guys. Stay safe, and have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye.